0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we are going to talk about magic, chaos, and all sorts of craziness. Dun 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 so, um, like just a normal Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal day. Yeah. What's the name? So uh, we've got author Chris or Christopher Husberg uh, here to talk about his book. Uh, you know, the first one is Duskfall, uh, which is the Chaos Queen book one. Yes. And then you have the second book, which is coming out very shortly. Yeah, June twentieth is Dark. Immolation. Yes. Now, this is a, a four-book
2: series, right? Five-book series. Five-book yeah. series. Quintet, actually. It's the Chaos Queen Quintet. Yeah, quintet so, the quintet. The quintet. Yeah. Yes. so uh, I like... So, that, so Chaos Queen was my idea for the series, obviously, but my publisher tacked on Quintet. And I love it. I think it sounds oh, awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah the alliteration sounds pretty nice. Well, it's also nice when you start a book and you know that this is one part yeah. of the story,
3: but you have, like, at least four more to look
2: forward
0: Well, to. well the thing I like is there's an end. Yes. We know yeah. it's five. Yeah, I'm and not
2: going to go to seven. Go, I mean, I have, yeah.
0: We're not doing <laughs> the Stormlight Archives, which is, what, 10 or 11? Right. Uh-huh. Or The Will of Time, which well. ran out of yeah. author and had to get a... Yeah. Uh, a, a, a
3: fill in is it bad that when i'm reading stephen king's it, i really wish he would have broken that up into like a trilogy oh or. no yeah. no yeah. So that yeah. book definitely
0: oh. would have been better if they had mm-hmm. because it's massive oh my gosh yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Worth it. so i i definitely i love the word quintet um you know like uh bob salvatore has the clerical quintet right yeah and it just sounds so awesome and to be able to say hey i got a quintet that's I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty nice, it. you know? <laughs> I mean, we'll see w- if I can actually get them on the
2: shelves. But yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> if I'm up to the task. It's also something to be said for the first book when you present that, and they're like, you know what? We want four more of these <laughs> yeah. right now. Like, it yeah. hasn't even been released. We want four more. We'll take that,
2: more. and we'll order four more. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a nice yeah. feeling and right it, there. It is a nice feeling, yeah. And mm-hmm. actually, uh, didn't I did not expect that for uh, yeah for my publishers. No, that, I, that is awesome. That's pretty cool,
0: yeah. I can't I tote can't that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Chris got five. Well, I can't even, I can't even <laughs> tote the one. got five before one. I know. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wes, Hold can you tote one?
1: one? Can I tote one? <laughs> I can tote, like, a chapter if I'm lucky. He's got a chapter. <laughs> and Woo-hoo! that's, like, a Facebook post on a
0: bad Thursday. I mean, that's about it. So, let's start, let's talk about the first one. So, yeah, sure. Duskfall, kind of gives a little bit of background about the book without giving out too much, of course. Sure. Tell us what happened. Yeah, so, uh, Duskfall. I like spoilers, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um, uh, it, it's, it's from the point of view of three main characters. The first is Nott, um, and he is an um, amnesiac assassin. He wakes up with no memory of who he is, uh, where he came from, but he has abilities, uh, and people are after him, and he has to kind of figure all that out and uh, come to terms with who he was and who he is now. Um, basically, it's Jason Bourne in a fantasy world. Uh, so, like, like
1: Ben Affleck paycheck kind of thing, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I did something bad and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I love those kind of stories yeah. because not only are you discovering this as you're reading it as a reader, mm-hmm. you're doing it with the character. Yeah. I think that's yeah. an incredibly hard storytelling style to do.
2: I, I really like the dynamic, yeah. like b- because yeah, it le- it puts you on the same page as the character, and it I think exactly. that's an interesting place to be. Yeah. yeah
1: makes you relate and that's the whole yeah, point. Exactly. Anyway, sorry did interrupt. No, you're yeah, totally right.
2: riding
0: along the ride with the yeah. character. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And now you said it's from the point of view of three main three characters. main yes. characters.
2: Yeah, so not is one of them. Uh Winter is another. She is a Tielin woman. The Tielans are a group of people, uh basically elves in the in this universe. Uh they were persecuted and enslaved by humans for thousands of years basically. Like you do. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, elves. You know what else are you going to do? Um, But uh, they were emancipated about 150 years before this first book, Duskfall, begins. Um, But they're still pretty uh, a lower class as far as the humans consider them. Um, Anyway, so Winter's a Tielan woman, uh, and she is one of the first people to find Nott. And uh, long story short, in the beginning of the book, they are actually engaged to be married. Um, But some people attack at their wedding, and Nott flees, and she is faced with the decision, do I follow him? Do I stay here? What do I do? And she decides to go after him.
3: Hmm. Okay, so it's not okay. When I read the summary, I thought that he married her and then left her, just like abandoned her. But it sounds
2: like uh, it was for a reason. I mean, he did yeah. leave, uh, but yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, there's mm-hmm. something behind. Now, it. is this before he loses his memory, or this after? is after? Yeah.
2: So, so he, okay. we don't get any of of not in the book with his memory, at least uh,
0: for I now. I love how his so. name is not because he doesn't have any memory (laughs) you know and but at the same time your Mm. elves being kind of a subpar class is interesting because you know in a lot of fantasy it's the elves that are kind of the high and mighty and everyone else is below them especially (laughs) in tolkien right uh traditional D, &D, forgotten realm stuff like that that's how elves are always portrayed so iconic
1: i mean the the only
0: yeah i mean the only thing that i can think of off the top of my head, where elves aren't that way is the Harry Potter world. Yeah, yeah, Dragon Age is another. Dragon Age, that's right. Dragon Age is yeah. another
2: one. But yeah, I've yeah, I, I've I've always been interested in the race dynamic and fantasy yeah. fiction and uh, subverting that. Yeah, oh, I wanted to awesome. subvert it a little bit. So Damn, I don't does have elves. This,
1: <laughs> this type of dichotomy does this give you license to um, explore current social <laughs> and socio economical? issues that may be facing society today in a fantastic sort of way is that something that you maybe tried to do in the books or just kind of turned out that way
2: or uh does it give me license to i don't know um (laughs) do i i I, do those issues work their way into the book absolutely i think um i think me as a writer I, i don't think it's possible for me to kind of withhold a lot of my experience and how I view the world so I and and also part of writing for me is trying to view the world in different ways uh so I feel like I try to encompass a number of different perspectives in the writing but specifically as far as race is concerned as well as gender roles and all that kind of thing I I uh yeah I I think I try to kind of tackle some of those things and approach them from different ways one of the things I love about fantasy in general is you can just approach issues um, with a different lens, you know, and, and sometimes, at least in my experience, the best parts of fantasy uh, are when I can when I come to a new conclusion or a new view of the world for myself from yeah. something I've read um, because it presented it in a brand new way that I had never thought of before
1: present the situation to the characters let them tell yes, you how exactly do yeah
2: it and yeah because i'm not interested in preaching right like yeah. i like i that's that never feels effective to me and that's not something i'm interested in doing but but yeah presenting characters who go through an experience and then they obviously in, for for them it affects them yeah. a certain way oh yeah and and other people might view it differently and and but yeah i don't know i i think it's and i
0: think bob salvatore is a master at that yeah. with his oh, yeah. uh dial the monologues that Dritz does at the beginning of yeah. the, the book section, headers, sure. oh my gosh, there's yeah. several times where there's been points in my life where I've read those like, oh wow. They're poignant with that. Wow, this just like put a certain event in a completely different light for me. So, I, And that's the great thing about literature is you, you know, when you're reading something, there could be an event or something that happens that just clicks at that moment because of an event going on in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, then you're just like, wow. You guys have such point deep insights
3: and deep questions i was just thinking what would happen <laughs> if we put winter legolas and dobby on the same room at the same
2: mm, yeah. time like that's we well i can tell you stars. who would win would right do. now yeah
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an old mtv tv yeah, show celebrity deathmatch yeah. right yeah exactly i like it yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be interesting
0: awesome. <laughs> But Pennywise is the ref, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dobby would be turned into some like weird rubber chicken slingshot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dobby would just end up as the weapon. Yes. (laughs) Winter
0: is.
3: Winter has some magic, right? So
2: yeah. So so part of her story is that she learns she can access uh, magic basically through uh, ingesting a specific drug that is highly addictive. So kind of the cost of her using this magic is her uh, dealing with. The effects of addiction to this drug.
3: Oh, so it's not a natural
1: thing to our
2: people. Dude, no,
0: this is awesome. Yeah. That's
1: just deep. I mean, forget the whole socio-economic <laughs> stuff I was talking about. That's like, I just yeah. Let's just give her a drug addiction. Let's yeah,
3: just, no it's, crystal yeah. meth. Let's just you know that That's gives you special powers. But yeah. yeah,
2: let's see
1: where
3: you go. But it's yeah. also crystal meth, and yeah. it messes yeah. you up. Some yeah. people yeah. think they yeah. have superpowers.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It could all just be in her mind. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. spoiled the fifth book. Fireball! Yeah. Fireball! Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hopefully, you don't pull Stephanie Myers on that. Oh, section two. Nope, that was all a dream. Dream. Yeah, it, it was a high oh, dream. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but no, I, it's it's really cool because you there's an added consequence to her casting s- spells and magic. Yeah, you know uh, a lot of again going back to a lot of traditional magic in in books you don't see that. Uh, you know, it's just like oh I cast a spell. Maybe I get a little exhausted. This is, I like mean, she's got to deal with addiction, withdrawal, and who mm-hmm. else knows what's Everything going on. Everything
3: has a cost, and you yes. actually see that cost as a physical and emotional toll on, on her being. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. you've seen that in sci fi and fantasy in the past, but it's never really pushed to the point of, you addiction. know, addiction or. You know, it's always like if I do this, then it's gonna suck my life force, and I won't live as long, or right. it ages me, or something like that. Where it just becomes an internal struggle of do I do this and lose five years of my life? So mm-hmm. that's more like smoking, less like <laughs> literally crystal meth. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love that dichotomy. That's that's great.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I. I like it as well. I'm a little biased, but I I, you, I uh, thought it was. How did you come up with that?
1: Like, mm.
2: where? What deep
1: recesses does that just
2: personal experience? Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, speaking this of is crystal confession, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He had to yeah. write this in Colorado, actually. <laughs> <laughs> huh? did he yeah,
1: start yeah. writing this yeah. like J.K. Rowling on the back of a bar napkin <laughs> well, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so you know? in an alley. In an with an alley, alley. Yeah. If I'm not
0: mistaken, you're, you're you're what's called a panzer. So you have just write by the seat of your pants, pretty much. Whatever comes to the page is what it is. So you don't do a lot of outlining. Mhm. So, I that's just even more amazing cuz you're just going along suddenly, "Hey, what if I made this an addiction?" Is yeah. that kind of what happened?
2: That is kind of what happened. Um yeah, I I mean so so the way I write is I start with a general I start with characters. Like my yeah. characters are sort of fleshed out before I start a story because mm-hmm. I need to know who I'm writing about. C- yeah. Characters are usually the most important part of a story to me. two-page yeah. high school um, character description yeah, that everybody right. had to write. Yeah, you know, the little, yeah, uh-huh. This character uh, was born in this place. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I start I with characters, outline. and then yeah, right? I start with a general idea of, like, where I want the story to end. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is that usually as I write, that general idea of where I want the story to end, uh, I come up with something way better along the way. Yeah. Uh, so that's always fun. And that's what I love about the process is that these things just kind of – the story, It's it sounds it, – I think I do the story a disservice to say that it writes itself because it it's, it, it makes it sound like it doesn't take work because it does. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, but, but it's cool to see the kind of the characters take control and, and sort of uh, – my wife makes fun of me because I uh, when I'm really in the middle of a book and just – Deep into it, uh, I'll. It'll be hard for me to fall asleep because I'm imagining all these things. And often, like characters will have conversations in my head while I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh, and yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, cool and kind of schizophrenic <laughs> experience. Uh, I had do you to ever act-
3: argue with your characters. I have oh, yeah. never.
2: Uh, I mean, not out loud. Uh, <laughs>
3: you
1: know. Well, let me, let me but, ask you this: Do you play D anD D a lot? Because this is like total <laughs> no characters. You can't do that because it'll destroy this. Right. And they just do they. Just I can't get over this writing dichotomy that you've got. Just let the characters go. It's very screenplay, very sure. movie, very... Put them in a situation and let them do their own thing. No, yeah, I, I
0: totally understand. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I was going to say, way. I think we've talked yeah. about this. And yeah. literally, I had a scene in mind, and the characters went a different way. Like, I planned to kill this character. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, my, my character named Jacobson. I'm like, that's the guy that's going to die in the story. <laughs> but, but he didn't. It was the other guy that I didn't, <laughs> wasn't expecting yeah. to die. Uh, and he completely mm-hmm. died. I'm like, huh. All right. That's how it goes. And then yeah. just moved on. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. We already know you died. Somebody died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I didn't make it through the last round of minutes. I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, but no,
1: for myself and Scott, we, we did some writing back in the day. And we literally wrote our characters into a corner and went, crap. What, a, what a, we were at a loss and then we just threw ourselves into the characters and being like what was that and that's how we wrote ourselves out was yeah. just how would the character react we just gave it up to them and just yeah. like you do your thing yeah, yeah. you do you boo and yeah, <laughs> you know what they just yeah. wrote themselves out
2: uh-huh. and yeah. it's cool uh, so one of the other main not one of the POV the, point, the viewpoint characters in Duskfall but a central character she was never I never intended her to be in the series at all she was just gonna make a small appearance and then kind of going her way, but uh, the character of Astrid, who is a nine-year-old vampire, uh, actually a, a 300-year-old vampire in a nine-year-old girl's body. That's awkward. Uh, yeah, like, that you know, like that creates some like, baby Herman-ish thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, inter- they did an interview with a vampire, with Kristen yeah. Dunst. No, yeah. exactly, yeah, 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 and that, that was true. partially
2: where, I, yeah. I also love the uh, book and film Let Me In, or oh, Let yeah. the Right oh, One yeah. In. Yeah. Uh, the Fantastic stuff. But uh, anyway, she came in. She appeared in the story, and she was just so compelling and so interesting that I was like, I can't, I can't write her out yet. Like, she's got a story to tell, and yeah. I want to hear what it is. And and she happened. To, and this is the other thing is sometimes that can be a bad thing, where the character can then take over the story, what you're trying to do with the story. And and, and suddenly, yeah, and suddenly you're just fighting yourself, and that that can be problematic. But in this case, it actually went along very well with where the story was going, so I was able to in- integrate her. Um, relatively seamlessly with with the rest of the plot for book one, and, and eventually for the rest of the series as well. And now she plays a huge part in the series, so it's kind of cool that she came along at all. Yeah. Well, is it, she
3: the third character that? Is so the
2: she's kind of not career? the third free point character. The third is a woman named Cynthia, and she is a priestess in the Cantic denomination, which is sort of the main religion of the series. Um, and she is tasked with investigating a uh, heretical rebellion. Um, that she finds out is actually led by her sister. Um, dun, dun, dun. So yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> conflict. Um, so uh, <laughs> family dynamics. Uh, oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. Uh, so and and their stories all intertwined. By the end of the end of the book, and and um, there are demons and monsters and magic and oh my, uh, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> indeed. No. Oh, it, yeah. I was waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So do are we are we. Talking this is like, and like, uh, give me an idea of, I don't want you to tell me the end of the book, but um, do we end with a, okay, the characters are done, we've resolved a good portion of it, but there's still an underlying story, or do we just kind of end, well, that's the end of book one, (laughs) chapter one, book two is, you know, are we talking kind of Harry Potter-ish endings of books, or are we talking like... Uh, Fellowship of the Ring just kind mm-hmm. of uh, that ends there in Chapter One, Book Two. Well, is and like, to be fair with you know.
0: with that book, it was originally written as one. Book. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Lord of the Rings is a little bit, but yeah. but a lot of stories today take that, that take that, that on. Yeah. So I'm just saying so that's, no, that's a good question. Are, are you looking at um, like, individual? Or I'd Citorian say it's plot somewhere in between. Or, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, so so the the first book ends where a, a few of the central plot lines, uh, of a few of the characters sort of what they're dealing with does get resolved at the end of the first book but okay. there are definitely um, th- there are a few things that are not resolved uh, and some overarching obviously some of the series yeah. arcs that are uh, left wide open so
0: so, yeah. so the arc so, so I, I does end for the book but yes. there's still
1: more that go towards the other books Looks like that yeah. because it Feels like a television
2: series,
0: right? You know, it's yeah. like
1: yes, we beat the bad guy this time, but the main bad guy is still out. Yes, there. Yes, yeah, and I'm a huge fan of,
2: of television, so I, I I think a lot like of very f-
1: old school Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, we beat the puppies, <laughs> right. but Rita's still but out Rita's there. But Rita's
2: still up there. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't know. That's just one of my favorite ways to describe. McKay, it. that references <laughs> for you. That's yes, funny. we and do. Not hear.
0: <laughs> McKay, slipped back in the timeline. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's really cool. So that's out. And now we have book two coming out, so yeah, for those two, that haven't read the first one, hey, you get two books right now I know, to read, right? June awesome. June 20th, yeah. Back, 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 June 20th. Back, back, too bad. Yeah. That's so, really close, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. So, with the, the second book, the, the story pr- moves forward, do we see any new characters enter into the fray? We
2: do. We do see some new characters. So, so I, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that I characters are just a big part of the story for me. It's yeah. what I go to stories yeah. for. Um and, and so, absolutely, in, in each book of the series, I'm introducing uh, anywhere from two to three. Sometimes, I'm not sure about books four and five. I'm not sure how many of those new characters those will have. But at least books two and book three, which I'm almost done with right now, uh, I introduce, uh, let's see, I think two new viewpoint characters in book two and three in, ooh, actually, technically in book three. If you want to get technical, I think there are four or five new characters in book wow. three, so it's expanding pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. New POV characters, yeah, so, new POV characters, and and wow. and not all of them have you know. So some some of the POV characters in book three only have three or four chapters, yeah. so they don't have like a huge arc, but they are so a guest starring they're role. They're there, yeah, you know, like, yeah, exactly, a guest starring role. Yeah. So
0: how do you deal with the different point of views? Is it a completely separate chapter, or is there a break in the middle of chapters? Because mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, chapter is different. Yeah, everybody's writing. different.
2: Uh, for me, it just really helps. 90% of the time, chapter breaks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. designate a new point of view. Sometimes if there is a big event with a lot of viewpoint characters at the same event interacting with one yeah. another or, or whatever, then I'll jump within the same chapter from yeah. point of view to point of view. Um, but usually chapter breaks. Nice. You know. So I'm
1: assuming the type of character writing here, first person... Third person, actually.
2: Third person. yeah. third person, yeah. oh, wow. uh, person omniscient. I, I find it summary. so
0: much mm-hmm. easier to write in third yeah. person, to yeah. be You honest. know, I, just, I, I actually pro-
2: find it easier to write in first person. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah. Talk about um, putting yourself
1: in the feet of the character. I'm like, telling you yeah. yeah. the, yeah. Guy in the story. story. I like first person. I mean, started with second person with the whole uh, Hunger Games series. but <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. She stands up. I'm like, what to make the Oh, yeah, present Anyway. Yeah. Present tense is no. But, oh, first person, I've always... Books to me are stories, and to yeah. be told the story by the people in the story. I don't know. I just that's for me. I'm not, you know. No, no. Ahead. I mean,
0: I, I, I've written in first person, but I found that I got drugged too far into that character. You know, yeah, whole like, pages with a. Well, like so. Plot. I mean, for example, Bones my not first the, person
3: present tense. Yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah, the first person <laughs> <away>. <laughs> uh, short story mm-hmm. I wrote.
0: The the requirements were, everyone must die. The world ends, everything dies. Wow. And oh, this yeah. character was screaming to live, and I'm just like, I don't want to kill this character off. Yeah. And I had to. That was the requirement. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, writing third person, I don't feel as attached. Mm-hmm. Well, you're third person, no, that makes sense. You're, you're yeah. not
1: the character, you're God going, die. Yeah. yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. So, writing in the first person, I felt was a little bit more difficult because of that situation for me. Yeah. And if I didn't have to kill everyone off, it probably would have been easier. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any points in in your books
1: that you said, character, do this, and it literally turned around and said no?
2: Uh, Yes, (laughs) there are. Um, And I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, well, one of them is uh, in book one I was trying to make, a lot of the characters come together in the middle of book one, like almost exactly in the midpoint Mm -hmm. of book one. Um, and then in the, in some of the earlier drafts, they all went their separate ways. And I was really trying, cause they had, they still had separate stories to tell and, and other things. And they, they were kind of associated still as the book progressed, but, uh, they geographically they were in separate locations. Um, and my agent read it and was like, why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> why, why are they going separate ways? And I was like, well, because they need to be here for when this thing happens in this location and they need to be here and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense, but. Why don't you just try letting them all go together? And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, so I did it, and it worked out way better. Um, so, so I don't know. Like, uh, th- that was, I think, uh, a product of me trying to say, Hey, the plot requires you to be here, so yeah. I need you to be here. Um, but it was kind of the wrong decision for the for the book, for the, you know. Yeah. Uh, and my agent, I have a great agent. He was he pointed that out to me, and I'm grateful for it. But yeah.
0: Well, no, I mean that's one of the things that bugged me in, in the Dragonlance series when the party just splits off into Disbands, like two groups, and, kind of, and you're yeah. like, <clears throat> and you're bouncing back and forth, and it's like, uh, yeah. okay, <laughs> right. I, and, just know, bring it all they, together, guys. Well, time, same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, gets, cases, it gets unmanageable really quickly, and and yeah. so
2: with book two, that so I've I've uh, spoken with Daniel a lot about this, but book two was really difficult for me to write, and part of the reason was because some of the characters do split up yeah. in book two, and it was. And it continues to be difficult in book three to to really uh, tell okay. all of these stories at once and keep them associated with each other, but still have them
0: be separate fairly stories. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It well, it separate. sounds like yeah, you're telling exactly. the
2: village story
3: by book three, I mean, mm-hmm. you're incorporating five new point of view yeah. characters. I mean, you've already got very,
0: five. very saga. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It is, it is epic fantasy. So I, that's, I, I love epic fantasy. I, I really want to uh, give the reader a, a full experience of the world, you know, so like I, I love Immersion. just adding multiple, yeah Im- immerse yeah. them Terry in the Good, world kind, kind Sure, of, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah
0: Yeah. And none that, the covers are stunning I know, um, I'm so happy
2: with the covers, and and Who who's you know, the artist on that?
0: And the, the <sighs> thing about covers, Julia, Julia West I want to I mean, say. I you don't have a lot on these covers I and mean, really, I, but it's still s- stunning and striking and catches your attention, which I, I'm guessing this is the stone or the substance she uses for yes. her magic. Oh yeah, on the cover of Dustfall. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah, I, I love the covers because it's kind of a funny story. My publisher. This isn't the original cover. My publisher showed me. They they showed me a a different cover that was a much more generic. Um, it basically just had a guy and a girl on the cover with a sword and magic and. Oh yeah. And and uh, and and so when I got it, I actually thought it looked amazing because it was the first time I'd ever seen my name on a yeah. <laughs> book. So I was like, "This is amazing! I love it!" And my agent was like, meh. Yeah. I don't think this is great. I think they could do better. We could do better. Yeah, but, and so he went back but it's and, and my, my name. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I know, but but my name is on the book. What if they change my name? What if they move? It?
0: Yeah, uh, no, it I'm was. On the uh, dust jacket, what? I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, but I'm so glad he went back to them and that they were willing to kind of rework it because yeah, the subtlety of the new covers, yeah. I just love. Like it's, it's exactly I think what I had envisioned without really envisioning anything. <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, it at all makes sense because you never like, know. The yeah, you drive it. You yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, so I, I and, and it's cool to go to, I go to a lot of conventions and I'm trying to sell my books and everything. And then people, the covers, I think, draw people more than oh, yeah. anything. yeah like they They're just like, oh, hey, that is a cool cover. Tell me about your book. And it's, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, just, you
1: know, yeah, that's magical crystal meth, so you're yeah, going to so, read uh, So, <laughs> this is going to be
3: interesting <laughs> to you. And yeah. if you look at book two, that's what happens to your brain when yeah. you're magical crystal <laughs> <laughs> meth. Right, yeah. yeah. So, no. is this, your yeah. I, I this is your, your brain. I think it's always <laughs> funny uh, yeah.
0: when you guys, when you're with the Bard's Tower, Quincy uh, uh, yeah. Allen is always. Uh, so, this book is about uh, n- magical elves, or... Drug addicted Drug elves. Addicted Drug addicted elves. Drug addled elves yeah. is, I think, Drug what he elf. says. That's like uh, the first thing you right. And people are just like... What? I have to. I have to. Read and then that. they Check pick it, it up. And then they pick <laughs> it yep. up. Because yep. like I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. So it's awesome. So and so you you spend a lot of time with the Bards Tower. Uh, I know yeah. uh, Salt Lake Comic Con. You'll be there with them mm-hmm. uh, in September. Yay. Um. Yeah. And you're also planning kind of a book tour ish yeah. with Dave Butler. With Dave Butler. Yeah. yeah. I'm
2: really excited about wow. that. So Dave Butler, the author of he's actually written quite Witchy a few eye, books, yeah. but Witchy yeah. Eye is his most recent book, and it's phenomenal. I love I love Witchy Eye. Um. But we'll be doing a uh, yeah a book tour together in the middle of July. Starting July 10th, we're going to go to a lot of the western states. So we'll be in California, we'll be in San Diego, uh, San Francisco, San Diego, San Francisco in California, and then uh, the Portland and the surrounding area, Seattle, uh, Boise. Um, so kind of just do a big tour of the of So the for West. all of
0: you that are listening, you need to... <laughs> yeah. You need to watch. But yeah, when Dave and Chris show up. Yeah, get two awesome books mm-hmm. because we've had Dave on the show before. Yeah,
2: and and you can check out my website, ChristopherHusberg.com. Has. It'll have all the details of the tour and, yes. and where we'll be and, and when it'll be and everything. So, and if you connect the dots
3: of all the cities that they hit, it'll create a special spoiler for the yes. book. Yes, I'm joking. <laughs> yes. It's not a picture of the crystal awesome, I'm sure though. you could extrapolate <laughs> something, you know, yeah. Yeah. A picture yeah, of the crystal meth. Ah, so this, yes. mm. this character's gonna die, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Hey, <laughs> okay, backwards, uh, they're not wearing shoes, they're barefoot. Why? yeah, I don't what think it's that J- <laughs>
0: JRR Tolkien <laughs> or uh, George Martin, yeah, uh, level. <laughs> who knows? Evil, D- it is Dave. I mean, Dave yeah, could be know, doing something. True, yeah, maybe yeah. he's creating some vortex of magic. Exactly. <laughs> For all I know, Dave is <laughs> okay. working it's real magic here, and he's just creating yeah. a giant
2: yeah. pentacle. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah like a pentacle with Ojibwe yeah.
0: markings, and who knows what. He reads so many books, it could be. Yep, exactly. Or maybe he's just summoning Cthulhu. Who knows? Yeah. And
1: that's the deal with the devil that gets him to be able to sell his books. There you go, yeah. I've always wondered how that guy does it. As long as you build the pentagram with your drive. And
0: and now he's bringing Chris along. So Chris will be just as successful. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be his magical apprentice. (laughs) I just
3: want to point out that Wes has now created a new character, the Devil Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) From the
2: We'll make a note of that. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and <laughs> Chris is, that's an
0: awesome idea for book four. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. I can
3: kill him and everybody up here. F- oh, yeah, fantastic. That's yeah. what deaf people would like. So
0: let's so, keep bringing him back. So yeah, check out Chris's book. Uh, the first one is on Amazon. You can uh, pre-order, I'm assuming, right now. Yeah, you
2: can pre-order book two on Amazon uh, and Barnes and & Noble and pretty much
0: anywhere online so right now. So this is perfect. Go order book one. Read it. Yeah. Read it. And book, it. Two, and will book two, two will be available. Yeah, I mean, right it'll there waiting be on your you. doorstep by the time you finish. Yeah. Unless you're super fast at reading and then go pick up the graphic audio version of this. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I then love. listen to it. Where's the oh, graphic gosh. audio
2: version? I'm not seeing it. Go to graphic go audio. Go to graphic audio and look for... Oh, yeah. It's not on Amazon. Um, yeah, but go to graphic, graphic audio's, audio's page website. and they have... Uh, graphicaudio.com. Yeah, graphicaudio.com and just search deskfall or, or Christopher Hussberg yep. or something. It'll it come will will be there. This yeah. show
3: brought to you by graphic Yeah, yeah. Have we said graphic audio
0: enough times? <laughs> hey, is that graphic audio. <laughs> really? We yeah. want a sponsor. Sponsor Graphicaudio.com. Okay. Okay. G-R-A... <laughs> no, honest, they do a fantastic job. They do. I mean, I've, yeah. I've listened to Brandon's. I've uh, Tracy Hickman had a Batman one. Mm. It's just so awesome to hear a book and every character has its own voice. There's background. Yeah. I mean, literally, they tag it a movie in your mind. Yeah. Yes. So, and, oh. and it really. And, and I really like. I, I love actually the
2: audiobook version of Duskfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Werner, I think, is the narrator who does yeah. a great job. Um, but I just. I never heard anything like graphic what Graphic Audio yeah. does, uh, and their version of Duskfall is just so cool. Well, it's it's like just those, a totally different it experience. Is. And it's know? like those it's,
0: old-time radio yeah. programs. Yeah, it's a radio play. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's
1: yeah. heard the original Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide, BBC, Radio Drama, oh, what it yes. started on, yeah. that's how it exactly. started. However, I mean,
0: Stephen Fry does do a good job at the latest reading, but...
1: Yeah, but yeah, those those hands-on like I didn't even my first experience of that kind of stuff wasn't even with uh, hitchhikers. I don't know how my parents got a hold of these, but I think he downloaded them off the net or something. The uh, literally the graphic audio to Star Wars: Empire and Return. Oh, they wow. were like LP pressed from actually like in the 80s. those are so awesome. available online. Yeah, you, they're right. free. Well, download. This was like fifteen years ago uh, before yeah. MP3 was a thing. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how he got them, but. Oh, huh. wow. If you wow. get a chance to listen to those, Just nothing do a will turn you on to graphic audio faster than
0: that. Do a Google search now. You'll find it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's there. All it's right. on YouTube. So with that said, we are out of time, folks. But definitely go out, pick up a copy of this book. You won't regret it. Thank you and so much. And follow Chris. And uh, again, if you're in Salt Lake, he will be at Salt Lake Comic Con mm-hmm. in September. Or he'll probably be at a Comic Con or convention near you. That is true. So with that said, we're out of here.
3: It's Morphin Time. See ya.